What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Plastic Cards Podcast, the show where we break down the video game news of the week. I am joined by my co-host, Indie Game Dev Extraordinaire, soon to be 100% carbon neutral, and stocking up on e-cigs, Gavin Jones. That was a lot of lies. All. <laughs> it, it, does, it does flow better with the Game Dev Extraordinaire, though, mm-hmm. if I'll also continue with the, the continuous lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gavin, what are you talking about? Most handsome boy in the world. That's also my next one. Mm. Um, the whole the hundred percent carbon neutral thing was. Did you see that uh, some of the big uh, console manufacturers are getting together to make the next uh, gen consoles carbon neutral? So whatever that means, I guess it's just like out of materials that Those can break made down. Out of right, they're 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 uh, gluten free and keto friendly and I, and all that. I don't that. think that's possible. <laughs> that's what they're they're coming together, I guess, to remove some of the the waste and stuff that isn't doesn't break down normally. But they're got to be out of. There's going to be, you know, weird materials, just like a phone has these like weird metals and stuff. But they said that it's 100% carbon neutral. So Bullshit. why would they like it? Bullshit. <laughs> I'll say you didn't capitalize my first name, you bastard. I didn't. I, I misspell stuff all the time. So. <laughs> Gavin, how's your week? Uh, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Sort of chill weekend. Played yeah. lots of video games. Uh, went went to a weird concert. So that was. What was the concert? Uh, it, it was it was something. Funny. I went out on this date with this girl, and uh, she was like, "Let's go see this concert that my friends are putting on." And it was like the weirdest acts. Like there was like mm. a reggae band, and then there was some weird folk singer. Did it was... open with the reggae band? No, it's it opened tough. with the weird folk singer. Okay. And then it went to the reggae, uh, funk, uh, <laughs> which he said the first Yikes. song that he played was a cover of a song. I couldn't figure out what. Uh, and the second one was, I mean, God bless him. That was art. I didn't get it, but it was art. Okay. So what then, was art about it? Just like the level of performance or I, something? I, I think or? he just put his heart and his soul into it. Gotcha. Uh, and then, but yeah, it was just a weird. It was like went out, saw a concert, and uh, and it was just weird. Like it felt like a move, like a weird thing out of a sitcom. Uh, mm. Or something where it's just like, it was so fucking weird. I'm like, all right, I'm 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 getting out of the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my thing. That's always yeah. the gamble with, with uh, you know, concerts that you don't know who's performing or what even the genre is where it's like, we'll see how it goes. I don't right. know. <laughs> but uh, it makes more sense in town or at least the town that we live in. It's like for these high profile artists like me and Megan will go somewhere and we're, we're paying money. We're scheduling it. We're going somewhere for a particular person. Right. We know how it's going to be. But in town, you're kind of just left with whatever's happening and. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. We've seen just on accident some cool concerts in town. Like there was that one beer thing last year. It was dope. Or it was a DJ that was cool. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. We gotta, is that what the thing is at the end of, of this month coming up? The Hot Fest yeah, or whatever? Yeah, There's a Hot Fest and then before that is that thing that we went to last so year. So how do we get into the thing that we went into last year? I think we just showed up and it was like 15 bucks. Because I want to do that again. Yeah, we should. That was mm-hmm. That's worth it. Yeah, yeah. That was stupid in all the best ways. Yep. Yep. You know what? Uh, a couple years ago, Mega Ran came to town. Uh, Kim Diakima. He's a he's a rapper. It's a, but he's like a gaming rapper where it's um, oh okay like all references to Capcom games or Mega Man and Nerd like Core. yeah Nerdcore. There you go. Uh, he was really dope. I wish more people came to it. And then he just he kind of never came back. But it was really cool. I still always remember the time when we had. Um, That's where I found out about him. Uh, Optimus Rhyme. Oh uh, yeah. Come to town. They were pretty dope. I've always heard of them. Yeah. Uh, they're not from here, though, right? They're not from the Northwest? Oh, okay, they are from Seattle. But, gotcha. I mean, they're not together anymore. Oh, okay. I see. That oh. sucks. You played some games? I did. I played uh, Borderlands, and then uh, whatever day 
uh, Friday, I think it was, mm-hmm. I downloaded um, linked, uh, Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening, and then Saturday started playing it. Uh, really, really fun. Um, yeah, let me know what you think, or tell me what you think. Yeah, it, it's just, it's aged kind of weird. Mm. Uh, it's aged like an old game that didn't quite have its shit together. Gotcha. But it's it's really good. I really like it. Um, I I can't remember it perfectly. Yeah. So a lot of it's it's almost like jumping into a brand new game, uh, in a lot of ways because I remember so little. Like gotcha. I don't. There's a small corner of the map that I can remember. Yeah. And and that's about it. Do you know if they're changing much to it, or it's kind of a beat for beat? You know just uh recreation of uh link's awakening or are they uh, how much are they changing or taking the artistic you know freedom to move stuff around and change it they're not they're not going crazy gotcha. i think i think in terms of remakes like you had ocarina of time uh majora's mass i think they made many more changes to this than they did to those games those games oh, really? they really just streamlined uh majora's mask really only had one major change which is like the bottle location okay uh but this one added bottles um it it streamlined things made things a little bit more uh modern and palatable sure um even to the point where the old one was just two buttons to control a bunch of stuff stuff on the the triggers gotcha nice yeah didn't you originally have to drop like your sword or other things you had to like kind of manage your inventory Mm -hmm. right well you were yeah you were having to put away your sword all the time and use something else gotcha that'd be super annoying yeah i mean at the time it's all we had right yeah (laughs) like if we had to go back and do that today yeah it'd be it'd be dumb so yeah it's it's really great i'm really enjoying it the graphics are Gorgeous. I wish they'd turn them down just a little bit. In what way? To get a little more performance. Oh, okay. Because the performance issues are a lot more noticeable than I thought they would I be. did watch a breakdown where they mentioned some, I think it was a Digital Foundry, they kind of talked about there's these areas where it really kind of yeah, uh, it, chugs along. It's easier to notice when you're actually playing it gotcha. and how often it happens. Were you in, is there a difference between handheld and like docked mode? I haven't done handheld. Gotcha. So, but it is gorgeous, but they probably could have traded in some of that. And sure. I wonder if they had done a custom engine as opposed to Unreal, uh, if they could have gotten a little more mileage possibly. out of those graphics. I don't know. But hmm. it's really pretty, and Borderlands is still really good. That's cool. How far are you into Borderlands? Uh, no idea. Gotcha. <laughs> I hear it's a 30-hour game. I may be halfway, but okay. I, I really don't know. It doesn't feel like I'm halfway. It feels yeah. like I'm only starting. I do want to jump in eventually. I have no scratch for or itch for it to, right now, but right. I do want to jump in. Yeah. What were you playing? Or what was, uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Nothing crazy. We did play on Friday. We played Control, which I yes. uploaded. We have a Let's Play uploaded for that. But um, we just, when I watched it back, we just spat nonsense and <laughs> played we the did. game. We did. And you tried to break it for an hour straight. <laughs> I, I broke a lot of shit. <laughs> You did, but it was just I, funny I like to see. the destructibility of it. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love destructibility in games, and I feel like that had a very satisfying uh, and somewhat impactful level. Yeah. I, it's it's kind of funny. When I was playing it uh, originally on my own that first hour, I didn't try to do – I didn't try to break as much or notice what could be broken as much as you did. And so watching it play through, I was like, oh, shit, there's layers to the wall that maybe didn't even have to be there. I didn't notice it. I wasn't trying to break anything. But, like – there's parts of the level where unless you were intentionally using your powers, you're not going to break it. So you don't see maybe later on the levels, they really show that off. Yeah. But I was just kind of impressed where like even early on, they don't have to have everything. So, you know, so uh, detailed and like being able to break down, but they do. And it's all 
it's all you know, literally behind the walls. Like they have that ready to go. Yeah. Um, See, these developers did all this work and you didn't even right. notice it, Fonzie. <laughs> so you know what? I should be just didn't intentionally. So I got to stop doing that voice. That's what I default Gavin, to. It's not good. I love it though, Gavin. Don't, don't ever stop. <laughs> I did play a little bit more from our after our Let's Play. I did like maybe an hour or two after. Did you turn back on the HUD? A hundred percent. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we did not agree on that. And I, I had more fun with it on. Just at least I could see and I could yeah. have some accuracy, but whatever. I, I just kept it on. But um, it was fun. And it, it kept getting, as it, I imagine it will, further from where I am, just weirder and weirder and weirder. And um, I, I read uh, last week some of the early MPD stuff is saying that it's not selling gangbusters. We'll talk about some of the, the epic exclusivity thing that you brought up, oh, yeah. but it's not selling gangbusters. I just want them to keep doing this kind of stuff where they can swing and just make the weirdest game possible. Cause this is a super weird game. I don't think anything's going to stop them. That's true. At this point. But yeah. They're not the, the studio's not going to close or whatever, but I just, uh, as much as I can, I want to reward these developers that just make weird right. shit. Like, uh, I play a little bit of the goose game. Fucking weird <laughs> game. <laughs> A little uh, bit. You didn't finish it. It's only an uh, hour and a half. I just played the first. I don't know half hour. Um, but um, well, you're a third done. There you go. <laughs> but there's um, it's open ended where they just kind of you're you're a goose. You arrive. You start fucking shit up. But uh, but um, you, they just let you do what you want to do. So you have a task of stuff to do. But it's really like if I want to spend time just messing with people, I can. So I can kind of extend the time. I don't have to to list off all the things that they have uh, required of me. So I was just messing with people, honking at people. So I did that for a good half hour, you know, <laughs> to an hour almost. So I didn't even uh, you know, mess with the list of stuff they had, but I had fun doing that. And Megan was with me and we were just, you know, just being dicks. <laughs> just <laughs> That's being, the point of the game. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you're just a bully, but like in a fun way. Although there's one kid, uh, he's got some, you know, some you issues. Him, like trip and fall in his Yeah, I was like, okay, I feel fine. I, I feel kind of bad for him. I'm not going to stop being an asshole to him, right. but I feel kind of bad. Uh, but it's just, it's comical because you're, you're a goose and you're just, you know, messing, terrorizing this town. But they never like really try and, you know, mess with you. They just kind of shoo you away and then you right. can just come right back and mess with them again. I, I think something from the footage I've watched in the reviews uh, that I absolutely adore in that game is the animation on the goose. Sure. That is 100%. Yep. That's a goose right there. You can kind of run fast, but also your default is this waddle. And you just feel like you're the, just the, you know, <laughs> nobody can mess with you. you just, after you do something dickish, you're just like, yeah, whatever. You just walk <laughs> away. It's perfect. It's And I'm sure that's, you know, they really labored over that because you could tell he's just like, if you ever see Conor McGregor, how he walks into the ring, kind of like that. Right. Well, he's uh, got like, when he puts his wings up all big. Yeah, you can do that. There's a button for extending your wings. The, like the honk. Down. It's so like, mm-hmm. it's so goofy the way he ducks down and acts <laughs> yeah. sneaky. Yeah, so. it's it's glorious. And then that honk I'll use as, you know, there's a mechanic to it for like scaring people. Like I scared a, a villager into like hammering his, his thumb on accident. You kind of do some messed up stuff, but uh, it's hilarious still. But um <laughs> You can use it as a laugh too. So after you pull something off, you just honk away <laughs> and you just feel like the biggest badass. <laughs> it's very fun. It's very fun. But uh, yeah, so I did that where I was, you can extend the time just by messing with this town and not checking off all the boxes they want you to do. Right. Cause there is a um, format to what you want to do. But um, yeah, I just downloaded that last night. Um, <laughs> it was pretty fun. Uh, I did play a little bit of the COD beta. Did you, so tell me about your experience play, playing on PC. Because it kept breaking your Boy, I, I t- Well, yeah. So so my experience, uh, very quickly. Uh, so starting out, uh, it, it crashed in the menu. Mm. Uh, then I then I started up again, got loaded into a map. 
Gotcha. Uh, and then when I after my first death, I respawn and right mid like weapon uh, cocking, mm-hmm. uh, it it froze my whole computer. Okay. So I, I restarted. I updated all my drivers. To just like, all right, get ready for right. And it it freaked me out because every time I played it after that, like about fifty percent of the time, mid cock when I'm respawning, mm-hmm. the whole game will freeze. And I read this online. Other people are dealing with that. Gotcha. Um, so it'll do you that. You know what? There was an audio bug for me at that point, too. So I wonder, on console, I wonder what's going on there. What? But. Yeah. What the hell are they doing at that specific time that's causing this? Mm. Um, so, yeah. So I, I was scared every time I'd respawn, uh, <laughs> which, boy, did I do a lot. Because yeah. after, after the first match, which I was feeling so good, like I, I got the, the LMG... I just set up shop in this fucking window <laughs> and the enemy had to take this specific point. Sure. Yeah. And for some reason they all kept coming out of the same door. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I pitched a tent. Yep. I set up a fire. I Packed got out beer. my marshmallows <laughs> and I camped and I just murdered the shit out of people. So my <laughs> ego was feeling right up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. up there. Um, and then I played another match. <laughs> And it's like, oh, that's right. I'm playing on PC. Mm. And these, these these people are just robots with fucking laser beams, yep. I swear. Yep. And, like, you can tell they're not cheating. They're just on PC. Gotcha. They they can do with this all With the accuracy, day. the ability to, to maneuver yeah. around. And it's it's just brutal. And with this new map format, it makes me miss the three-lane design. Because mm. at least you probably had a good idea of where someone's coming from. Yeah. And I never did. I was always wrong consistently. Right. Now you really have to watch your ass. And uh, I mean, they're, I think they're, they should get more credit for how they build these, yeah. these levels where you're yes. never quite safe. You always have to like, even when you kind of uh, hunker down and kind of uh, pick your spot, if you do that... There's always a bit of you know of something around you that exposes you, and yes. I noticed that in this playthrough of the various maps where like you really, you really feel that. But um, yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you eventually. But yeah. um, were you playing? Did you have to do like a battle.net account? Did you do that? And then, I did have to set up a yeah, a, uh, not a Blizzard account, but uh, yeah, an it's Blizzard, account. I think, right? It was Activ- it's like through. I mean, they Blizzard. are Activision yeah. Blizzard, but. Even though I was doing this on the Blizzard launcher, I still had to set up an Activision account, I see. which is horseshit. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was. I don't know. It it's not for me. Gotcha. I can't. I just can't. Is it just uh, what what turns you off about it? The player base is too good. Gotcha. It's it's too like it. Now, it, what if you bear with me? Cross over to the dark side. Okay. And go to console. Like, do you think you'd have a better time with these? Uh, you know, eight-year-olds that are playing on Call of Duty? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Probably I, not. I, I, but, I, I okay. think I'd, I'd have a better time. Gotcha. Um, but I can't. I don't do particularly well nowadays with these short uh, time-to-kill shooters. Like, that's part of the reason I like Overwatch is, you know, when you get into a fight, it's not just who saw the other person first. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. we're in a fight now. Deal with me. Yeah, and you have to use your abilities and the tactics to your advantage. Yeah. And, I understand that, yeah. So maybe that's what draws me to it is that, um, yeah, I'd have to think about that further. But you're right, there's something to that. There's different just game mechanics and stuff. But your loadout can kind of change the situation. The gun you have can change the situation. Your reaction time, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and that's why I definitely don't fuck with uh, Rainbow Six because sometimes it's like, oh, I let one pixel of my head <laughs> yeah. onto the opponent's screen, and boy, do they know that pixel? Yep, like yep. the back of their hand, they clicked right on it. I thought about walking through the door, so they just shot me through the door. <laughs> yeah, but that's how good that player base is. It's yeah, just... no, hundred percent. 
And yeah, you're playing on PC. So although I did do the beta during that week, and it was the crossplay beta. Um, so it shows you there's a breakdown in the lobby now of like whether they're playing on PC and mouse or Xbox or PlayStation. And uh, I didn't notice a big difference, but uh, maybe I didn't play for that long. I played for a solid hour and a half, yeah. and I just had other shit I had to do. But um, maybe I, that's why that first round went well. They're like, all right, let's give this guy uh, he's brand new. Yeah. Let's they're playing on Switch, so up. let's throw these guys yeah, out with the Switch. And uh, <laughs> and then after that, we just take it away. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's back to the PC for you. <laughs> Did you try the? They had like a battlefield mode where it's like thirty-two versus thirty-two. Uh, I wasn't gonna risk that. Gotcha. <laughs> if loading the, your gun. Right, was already right. too stressful for your computer. Uh, I it, did try that. Yeah, it, it was cool. Um, yeah. It had a hard time running on my Xbox One X, but maybe that's them just recalibrating stuff after the beta. But um, it had a hard time running. But when it did run, it was pretty chaotic. It was very Battlefield esque, where it was just a lot going on. Helicopters are flying, and t- everyone has a fucking tank, and yeah. um, you can traverse every bit of the world. So it was it was it rem- reminded me a little bit of um, the newer the last um, Black Ops. Where they did that blackout mode, where you can really just r- jump over everything. You can, you know, the entire map is is available. So it reminded me of that, where you can really climb this entire building and just post up shop wherever you want. You know, you can use the entire world to your advantage. But um, it was cool. cool. I just played one match of it. it was, was there? So the thing I want out of it is people have been kind of complaining about battlefields. It's not as vehicle oriented. With this one, be, was this pretty vehicle oriented? No, there was some, and maybe I didn't spend enough time. But uh, there was at least two or three tanks. You know, there's a helicopter that, that took off. I saw. I remember seeing that. But um, uh, maybe there is more of a, you know, just a vehicle option. But it seemed like everyone else was just kind of just running around and traversing the world. Gotcha. But um, maybe there is. I didn't spend enough time. I don't know how much the the game can handle it. Honestly, it's just it's just really. I don't know, um, beautiful game. So, like, I did like the engine a lot. That's one thing that carried over with me. I really dig the lighting. Um, just everything about it seems a bit more realistic. I did, um, that reminds me, I jumped into old uh, streams uh, or old uh, YouTube footage online of Call of Duty Ghosts, which was the last, the first game to release on current-gen hardware. Sure. And it looked quite, it looks quite a bit different compared to now. Um, and they're using, you know, current-gen hardware, just a, just a revamped engine, and able to produce the visuals that they're producing. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I am on board to buy the new game when it comes out. For some reason, it just calls to me where I'm just like, I'm in that play loop, that gameplay had, loop. Had, had to do that pun, didn't you? <laughs> where it calls to me. Yeah. I put the glasses on like the, the CSI guy. <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I saw uh, a gif recently. You know the guy who's like continuously... Oh yeah, sunglasses. <laughs> I saw a clip of it where it's just one pair of sunglasses, and I, I like my brain didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I do oh, process that. Shit. <laughs> I didn't play much else. Did you play anything after that? A uh, no? lot, lot of Borderlands. Really, yeah. really liking. I, I, yeah, it's great. It's great. Have, I finally got one of the guns with legs. Uh, and oh, I, they will walk with you, or or. I wish it walked with you. Oh, okay. I've never seen like movement on it. So it's kind of funny because, and it was a story-based mission gun, so anyone can get it. And I don't think they pumped them up quite as much as they could have in the trailers. Mm. Uh, Because, so it, uh, what, what the full story of what this gun does is uh, you, you, when you reload, you toss it, right? And as it's on its way to landing, it's firing the whole time. Okay. And then when it lands, it sprouts legs, 
and will chase down enemies in the relative area, which nice. is a little too bad. I wish it would follow with you. It'd right. be like a proper like pet class. That's the vibe I got on the trailer is that it was just kind of moving. It's like, oh, it's going to follow you the entire game, but yeah. I guess not. So um, it, it only follows with you a short ways. Gotcha. But uh, it has as much ammo in it as you did when you tossed it. Whoa. Um, so it can fire quite a bit. So uh, use it when you have like you fully reloaded or whatever you've stocked. Yeah, you can ammo. just fire a bullet and drop it. And then you get a fully it's nice. chase down enemies. Uh, the one that I had shot electric bullets. So it was taking down people's shields. Uh, you could have way more than one. I had mm. three out at one point in time. Really? Yeah. But the problem is, you know, it's going to kill a lot of shit very fast and they don't follow you. Gotcha. So while you held down an area, whoop, do do. So, um, <laughs> well, maybe for like a boss battle or something when you throw a bunch of them and then they're kind of ticking away at yeah, their health. I mean, they're not going to last that long in that scenario. Um, gotcha. The other thing I liked is once it's done, it's run out of bullets, it's going to charge an enemy and explode. Okay. So it's, it's you know free it's like a co-op buddy for a short amount of time gotcha it uh it's taking down their shields and it explodes when it's done it was great and you can have multiple so it was it was really fun it was like yeah. a miniature pet class in a short area but that uses so much ammo you're just gonna run out uh yeah is it tied to your ammo then or yeah oh okay so when you when gotcha. you when you I toss that. that gun whatever ammo is left is all now in that i see so it's a quick way to burn through but it was super neat and uh I, nice. I think they could have advertised that a little bit better uh, to really show off. This is a fucking cool gun. Right, right. Um, is it only specific guns or, guns, or is it like an ability you can apply to whatever gun you specific want? Specific guns. Oh, okay. None of this is you can't be applying. The only thing you can apply to a gun is a skin. Gotcha. Which I see. I don't. I, I Have you I, made any purchases? Any like, because uh, no. they have it on Marketplace or like, um, you know, Ability to buy skins and stuff, I imagine, right? No. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I, I feel like it, on your way to, like, max level yeah, is, like, that's pointless. It's still going to get outclassed before too long. I see. Gotcha. <clears throat> but the guns look... Some of those really... These guns just look so cool. Mm. And it's and it sucks when you have to say goodbye to one. Like, you've been doing... You right. Did me, you did me good for a long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's but, no day one guns in this game. It's just, like... You just kind of th- toss them like it's a right, letter. right. But generally, like when you get some cool shit, it'll last you a couple of hours. Gotcha. Before you find something new, so that's pretty cool. That's cool. I had my first like really good pistol. I had for like six hours at least before I swapped in for something else. I see. But. Nice. Well, Gavin, some stuff happened this week. Um, most recently, this is a kind of a big one. Uh, so PlayStation announced they have a state of play. This is, I think, right after we recorded, they announced the state of play. So this is for tomorrow. So this is their... Uh, they kind of randomly announce these things. They're oh, going to show off some gameplay, some games rather. Um, but what's going to be um, the main kind of focus of the the of the state of play is The Last of Us. They're going to be there, Last of Us Part 2. And The Last of Us account, or Naughty Dog rather, has been um, putting on a bunch of teasers on Twitter, like a bunch of images and stuff. And they're fully saying like, hey, we're going to show you Last of Us 2 right. at this presser event. Um, it's pretty dope. I'm very excited. Um, I imagine there'll be other stuff too, but, um, so I <laughs> but, pulled up. Yeah. But do you care? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, I, they tend to show off a bunch of, you know, cool, like indie games and stuff. So I don't mind that at all. Are, but, are uh, they going to do what Nintendo does and lead with their big gun right out the gate? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like it's fine to just leave that at the end because I guess you don't want to turn off 
since you have that as your, you know, as your big performer for that event, throw in those indies so that people are tuning onto the stream. They get to see that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know who's doing that, but if you once you see The Last of Us, you go, okay, I'm good, and you don't see those cool games that they show off. But um, I did pull up the article from GameSpot. Steve Watts writes, PlayStation State of Play, start time, what to expect, and more. Sony is preparing another of its State of Play presentations, promising big PS4 news on the horizon. I feel like there was, there was like 10 Ps in that last sentence there. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, whereas Microsoft's inside Xbox streams come semi-regularly and Nintendo Directs are often themed around big games, Sony's state of play is more sporadic and often more mysterious. We haven't had a state of play since May, and it was a big one. We know some, but certainly not all, of what to expect when this new stream debuts on September 24th, which is tomorrow. What we know will be there. So far, only one game has been confirmed for the state of play, Last of Us 2. Naughty Dog issued a, a teaser that directly stated it would be part of the presentation. That can mean anything from seeing the footage um, recently shown to retailers. So uh, jump out of that. So there was a GameStop managers conference where they showed off footage of The Last of Us Part Two. I guess they do that. Various like developers will show off their game to these you know big retailers like GameStop. Because otherwise, GameStop may not put that game on their shelves. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they're gonna play that. They're gonna sell that game regardless. But um, yeah. So what do you? What can you imagine? I feel like we're. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna see um, an actual release date because this reminds me of the last. The state of play they did was the Death Stranding state of play where they gave off the release date and showed some footage. So I imagine same thing, right? Yeah. Footage and then a release date. We're getting a good chunk. We're getting a release date. I really want to see this animation. I want to see them. Put yeah, you were kind of um, maybe a bit pessimistic where the last trailer or the last footage they did, you didn't think that was maybe in-game or was it somewhat helped or, you know, like it not was, reflective of what you play in the game? Yeah, like normally when you see animations that look that like much like a movie mm. like and we see this all the time in trailers where it's like that sure and then it turns out nothing like that and but they put they when they showed off that footage they're like no 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 no, that's what it looks like that's right. what it looks like it's like don't don't <laughs> don't don't well do you think it's We've that seen this um, too many times i don't think it's that insane i mean i i do see what you're where you're coming from because some of the animations with ellie in that uh, initial gameplay footage you're going through this it's almost like a an empty um supermarket or just a, a, a store where there's like these different like um uh, shelves showing off you know items and stuff and she's slipping in between them just kind of willy-nilly very easily so and they're also not showing us the prompt that pops up you know when you do such, such right, thing right. so maybe it's a prompt ahead of a time enough where the game can kind of can coerce you into that animation i don't know um, it did look super beautiful, but it didn't look too beautiful where it's like, okay, the PS4 Pro can't run this. No, I think um, graphics wise, and plus, but just animation is what you're talking about. It's Naughty Dog, right? Yeah, like, they always they push the limit. They always do a good job. It could be a toaster, and it's still gonna <laughs> yeah. look stupid pretty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, but I, I would say that they were gonna implement that. But you're right. Let's see how they actually do the animations in this. I'm sure they're gonna show off gameplay, gameplay footage. Now the next issue is. Um, What's their target release date? So Jason Schreier of Kotaku tweeted, this is around the um, the Death Stranding uh, uh, state of play, where he tweeted that he heard that they were shooting for November for Last of Us 2, but they had to push it to February. So if that's true, and he's pretty, you know, inside scoop of that kind of stuff, do we see them announce it in February? I feel like that's, you know, possible, right? Sure. I, I mean, any literally anything's possible with these guys. Gotcha. I like. Do you know how long it's been since they put out a game? Because I don't. Well, the team split to do the last Uncharted DLC that came out. Um, that was maybe two years ago, two summers ago. 
That was that was it wasn't with Nathan Drake. It was those two other side characters. So, oh, right. but the team split to do that as they do, like the kind of like trade off development. But otherwise, it was the full team on the last Uncharted. And so, I mean, you know, two years from that one, and then maybe another two years before that, before they splintered again. So I feel like I could see the tw- early 2020. I feel like that's totally fine. And they've been teasing yeah. The Last of Us for a while now. So after two years ago, that Uncharted DLC launches and they get the whole team back together and they just go full force for another two years. I feel like we could see in early 2020. But I'm only going off those initial tweets by Jason Schreier as like a guideline. But um, this is probably the, for, just for the fact that we've seen Death Stranding already say like, hey, we're shooting for this year. It, that gives me hope that this is, yeah, early next year and this is the last hurrah of the PS4 before they really switch gears to promoting PS5. Yeah. Um, that's a bummer because are we going to see a PS5 version of The Last of Us 2? For sure. But, you know, that's how it goes. That's how Last of Us, uh, the original was. It was right on the end of the PS3 life cycle and they did a PS4 uh, revamp. But um, pretty soaked. I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know what time this thing is uh, streaming, but um, it will stream tomorrow. And uh, so, yeah, so I did also pull up a three o'clock. That is a watch. Yeah. So um, the actual Naughty Dog um, Twitter page has been posting these um, just like high res, uh, almost like gameplay um, uh, models of various stuff that's of significance in The Last of Us lore. So they have this you have Joel's watch that's broken. It breaks from the initial um, that initial attack in the first game. And it has significance to him. He always looks at it when he has like a pressing decision he has to make. And it's that outbreak day Trying kind of thing. Trying to figure out if it's beer o'clock yet. <laughs> yeah. Is Just it, always adjust it back to beer o'clock. Miller time. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, they've tweeted uh, stuff, high-rise photos of like Ellie's knife from the first one. And just like these iconic, um, you know, quotes and stuff. Um, you still have yet to play The Last of Us, Kevin. Uh, yet to finish. Yet to finish. Yeah, I probably got, I'm probably halfway. Mm, really? Okay. Well, but my, my. PS3 was just shitting out. Is that the only thing that stopped you from it, or did that it not latch it? Those ten plus minute load times. Yeah, it was probably only five minutes, but still, five minute load times feels like an eternity. Gotcha. Like especially when I'm in a part where I'm not living a whole lot. Like there's this one scene where you're like sprinting through a garden of the clickers. Okay. And I like you got to be stealthy, but you can't. I mean, I couldn't figure out a way to be fully stealthy. Right. Um. Yeah, was... We're going to get you finishing The Last of Us before the part two comes out. I will guarantee you that. Okay. So I have to take it to your house. and Duct tape it in my hands. Yeah, and feed you while you just keep playing this game. I want you to finish it so you have some thoughts on it. I want to just fully see how you feel about this game before the second part. That's a hot take. Six years later. <laughs> yeah. Gavin Stop take. the presses. Gavin Jones has a thought on The Last of Us. <laughs> um, I just, good. I loved it's it. It's good. I liked it. <laughs> well, that okay, that's coming. a big surprise. But, um, yeah, so we'll see that with the um, state of play that's coming up tomorrow. In other news, Gavin, we got, uh, I don't know how much of a Batman fan you are, but Arkham Origin Studio teases a new Batman game. This is from Engadget. Igor Bonafici, I want to say. After a four-year... Which one was Origins? So, um, Arkham Origins is the WB Games Montreal. This is not um, Rocksteady, who does the other like traditional ones, apparently. But um, they've been teasing this. Oh, aren't these the ones that made the bad Batman game? I don't know about bad, but they made Arkham Origins, so I don't know how that lands with the fans. But um, yeah, so this is from Engadget. After a four-year hiatus, it looks like a new Batman Arkham game is on the way. On Monday, the official Twitter account for WB Games Montreal, the developer of Batman Arkham Origins, shared a cryptic six-second video. The teaser shows six different symbols in the style of a bat signal. 
Prior to Sunday, the account hadn't tweeted since 2015. The year the most yeah, the year the most recent game in the franchise, Batman Arkham Knight, came out. And this is the image here. It's like a and it kind of switches to like another Batman logo, but it has significance within the lore of Batman. I, I heard some people are saying something about Order of the Owl. Yeah, Court of Owls is what they Owls. keep uh, referencing, which uh, super nerds know exactly what's going on. I guess it references uh, um, Razagul. I want to say his name is. Well, they they go on and explain it. Um, Gamespot fans are speculating the teaser suggests a new Arkham game is on its way, where Batman will have to take on Razagul in the Court of Owls. If you've watched the Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, you're already familiar with Liam Neeson's take on the villain. He leads a band of assassins. The Court of Owls, meanwhile, are a newer addition to the Batman mythology. They're a secret society that controls Gotham City from the sidelines. While we don't know when, we'll learn more about the new game. Uh, one possibility is that Sony will announce a title during the state of play, which is tomorrow. Uh, to date, the Arkham series has included four mainline entries, Arkham Asylum, Tales of Nine, Arkham City... Uh, so forth uh, with the exceptions of origins the three other games were developed by rockstar studios no sorry rocksteady together the four titles are among some of the best games you can play on the current and previous generation of consoles yeah um, that's an opinion does that that's that's that is a uh, opinion from this igor fella, igor uh, fella. <laughs> how do you I, feel about those I, I don't know i i really i think the the first batman game uh arkham asylum was a perfect game mm. uh maybe aside from the ending um, and then after that, it just sort of tapered off. Gotcha. Like, I, just I like series wise, or I, I don't feel like those games did as well in these big open environments. Mm. Um, it it didn't it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, I don't think got really good reviews. I think except for the maybe the one of the last ones, Arkham. They got pretty Knight? good reviews. They yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. I know that one that that studio made did not get great reviews. I don't. I don't. The the thing is, I don't think I want another one of these games, and I don't really? know that people really out there do like we got pretty well i think we got our fill i would say judging by twitter you're not on the Am ball I with not, that. right or at least yeah. with the fans like they they're fucking ready for this but that's at least with judging that that firestorm of tweets does it equate to people buying it or super interested i don't know but people are for sure tweeting about it right and it could just be a, a case of like order quarter of the owls is a really cool plot line yeah um i know that was something people didn't necessarily love about the arkham Whatever the last one was. Arkham Knight? Yeah, because it basically tells you out the gate, uh, this isn't uh, a retelling of uh, Red Hood or Red okay. Mask or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then partway through, it's like, oh, by the way, it really was. And gotcha. it's like, well, <laughs> fuck off then. Uh, I'd love to. It'd be nice if like we got to see some really weird uh, Batman stories out there. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, Batman and Frankenstein goes to uh, Frankenstein's monster. I'm sorry. Uh, goes out. to uh, stop the resurrection of Batman's son. Uh, that was a, <laughs> was that a real story? That was a really story. Oh, okay. I was reason, like, Oh, that's, I have no idea why a bunch of uh, uh, Batman comic books just started getting mailed uh, to my address in Texas. <laughs> what? And uh, so I was just like, fuck it. I'm gonna read them. And that was a plot line. I'm like, this is the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Wait, are you sure they were real? And it's not like a prisoner that was just like no, it was, writing you it fan was, fiction. Uh, it was Batman. Uh, it's uh, his son died. Um, okay. He had a son with uh, Razo Ghoul's daughter. I forget her name. I mean, that's, you know, and uh, close so, to home. Uh, her and her father were going to resurrect their son. As you do. Uh, and he was going to stop that with Frankenstein's monster, who has a giant ass <laughs> fucking sword. And <laughs> sure. I'm like, this is just the weirdest shit I've seen in wow. my life. So let's okay. get let's get that story. Let's do. Or they could do. There's that really creepy uh, sunflower man. 
uh, enemy that. That, that Batman has okay. that apparently is just fucking terrifying. Gotcha. I don't know why, but people say it is. They're, it's scary to them. Or if we, what if we got a, a, a joke, a Batman that laughs plot line? That'd be fucked up. Whoa. Is that a real thing too? Yeah. Oh, you should, you should look up like a YouTube video explaining mm. how ter- like terrible in a good way. Okay. Like, like the plot line for that thing is it is fucked up. Well, that's pretty nuts. It is a lot of lore to mine for Batman stuff. So at least it seems like maybe you want whatever they show, you want it to be different enough from like the previous kind of yeah. gameplay models. Maybe, I mean, I'm sure that they're going to, st- they're going to stick close to that core, but story wise, explore something different. Yeah. I mean, it's even nice the way with the, the telltale series with Batman. How sure. They experimented. Yeah. Um, like they made it. So like penguin has his friend as a kid. Um, some some other weird things like mm. his parents' death was slightly different. Which okay, kind of unique. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that uh, as well because I never fully latched on for me those original um, Arkham games. They just they were cool, but it just never like really latched on to me. So maybe they do something different enough with this one. Uh, I'm sure either way, fans are gonna love the whole you know just another Batman game. But yeah, but um, we'll see how that goes. So now the speculation is: do they show this because there's there's another high profile. Um, uh, kind of a stream that's that's tomorrow. It's it's from Xbox, so they have inside. I saw Xbox. that today. Yeah. yeah, so that's also tomorrow. I think they have different times at least. They're gonna but... announce they bought Sony. <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe, but uh, yeah. Do they premiere this on uh, PlayStation's thing, or do they premiere the Xbox? Does it matter? I don't know. I was kind of talking to someone on Twitter about it. Does it really matter with these smaller um, streams? Like it's not E3. Does it matter where you place these third-party games? Does it have that same like? mentality with a gamer like oh i saw it on playstation stream it's a playstation game even though it's third party does it does it matter at all i i think do what nintendo does like hype it up real big do a couple of cool big high profile games then do a bunch of indies yeah and then kill it out with like two big high profile games again and i think that's a great pacing gotcha um, do you end with the games that are first party then though They're i mean like, that's what nintendo does but gotcha nintendo, i mean it, it, any nintendo console is a first party selling no that's true that's machine. true Gotcha. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that uh, rumored or pretty much, you know, secured Batman um, game. We'll see what the details are with that one. Um, So further with, there's been a lot of Batman news recently. So Batman celebrated an 80th anniversary on Saturday. Um, Yeah. So they kind of, there's been various Batman parades in in, uh, cities (laughs) and stuff. But um, so I pulled up this article from Kotaku. Ryan McLeod writes, today, this is Saturday, today's Batman Day, which explains why banks are closed and your town is hosting its annual Batman Day parade. Uh, most likely not, but yeah, it's a joke. Fortnite has gotten in on this most solemn of occasions by adding new Batman-themed items and turning part of its map into Gotham City. So there's a, you can buy a Batman skin and a Catwoman skin. I was going to show you this. Uh, well, I'm sure that Catwoman skin is going to be very popular. <laughs> I'm sure it will. So we're uh, just pull up the the video for you, Gavin, so you can see this reveal. I like that it reminds you of that. That card, the the '90s cartoon, or the, like the early 2000s cartoon. Right. Oh, they have the Christopher Nolan Batman as well. And you have your. I think the Batman hookshot totally makes sense. Yeah, because there's already a hookshot in the game too. It. Uh, I mean, it is a bit weird now that you have like. Well, I guess they're not Batman. It's just a skin. But now you have Batman killing people with a, a scar. Yeah, because now you can <laughs> have a scar. <laughs> I'm gonna disregard my one rule now. Dude. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> is that the floss dance? Oh. <laughs> so right. Chill, Batman. The, I think of it as a floss dance. I mean, it's, my niece Snuffy correct it, me all the time, but I assume that's the backpack kid dance. 
Yeah, maybe there's a, a you know legal dispute with the, that kid and like that you know that sure dance maneuver. They have, as we've learned through legal discourse on the dances, <laughs> you have no right to yeah. claim a single move. Is that what they, the where the courts have sided on it? Because I know the guy from Freshman's Bel Air has tried to sue him. Can't copyright um, a move. Dang. It's it has to be though the way it's kind of phrased is like you shouldn't be able to copyright a plie. What's what is the what is that? It's like when a the ballerina they just like put their feet together and like duck. Now, see, the, here's where the the argument gets uh, complicated. They're artists, right? So they've created something, much like a musician, like a painter. You've created something, much like, but not the same. Really? Okay. Well, how about this? When Michael Jack- Jackson does the moonwalk, that's the fucking moonwalk. Anybody who does it, oh, that's the moonwalk. He's he's created that. He's done that. Right. He's uh, synonymous with that. So does he kind of own it? Does he? Was he the one that created it? I mean, even I if think- he was, it's a single move. You can't copyright. I mean, this is the way I'm not necessarily saying it's fair, um, right, right. but it's you can't copyright a move. You gotcha. can kind of be the association with, which funny enough, now Fortnite is now the association for a lot of this stuff. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's you can only copyright a routine. Mm. So a combination of these moves. So if your whole it's tough dance claim is like so. That's why Fortnite probably ain't fucking with uh, Chris Brown because mm. he's got routines up the wing wang. Okay, but but uh, they wouldn't one for one copy a whole routine like you're just saying. Like no, they, it would be a get part their of ass it. Suit back to, gotcha. You know, poor town. <laughs> back to poor town. Yes. Uh, uh, that's no and I'm sure Epic has the best lawyer. So yeah, if we haven't seen them come down and the lawyers come down on their uh, against them, then yeah. I'm sure they're navigating exactly like they need to to you know exist yeah. within the realm of. The, the, the fantastic example, though, someone gave, and I was reading about this. The fantastic example is you look at, uh, remember that one uh, uh, Evolution of Dance video on YouTube where the guy does all these. Oh, uh, Jimmy stuff? Fallon does that every once in a while on the show, too, but <laughs> other people. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's that, it's that really old, like old school YouTube video where mm. he just goes through time and does different dances to yeah. different things. And. Because they're all one move, but he strings them together into choreography. Despite the fact that none of that stuff is his, he can he can copyright that whole routine. What? Interesting. Which is nuts, and that's that's the way this the legal system works on these things. Okay. I'm not saying it's fair. Well, I'm going to create a routine where I put my Matrix DVD into my player, and I my routine is I sit down and watch it, and I'm going to copyright that shit, and then we're good. It's 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 solid. <laughs> it's all, I'm gonna pop and lock the whole time, pop. and I'm watching. I mean, the popcorn. Now I own this routine of me watching the Matrix, and the footage is included as well. When I does when does a metalhead uh, copyright uh, just <laughs> headbanging head for like an hour straight? <laughs> yeah, or being the guy that's someone should do it and uh, copyright being the hella rude dude in the pit that's punching people <laughs> willy nilly. Just say you yeah. taking you to court, dick bag. <laughs> <laughs> The copyright that it's mine. <laughs> Getting what? What's yours? Yeah, just fuck those dudes. I hate that. But yeah. um, yeah. Have so fun in the pit and help people up. <laughs> and if their shoes untied, get get them out till they can get back in. It's very true. This has been. Um, I've I've actually Gavin. I've had that happen once in the pit where my shoe got untied 
and someone's like, dude, get out. Yeah. Well, were you going to go, oh, I got a TARDIS? Like, or right. were you waiting you, you, to... Well, I couldn't get out because people kept stepping okay. on my shoelace. Gotcha. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I thought you were like, I better tie this. And the one guy's like, god damn it. Get over here, dude. There's, Don't do this now. Well, you love it. There's always like the goddamn pit gorilla that's just like, all right. Ugh. Yep. And you're like, thank you, pit gorilla. He has a morality too. He's like, yeah, I'm going to keep this, you know, safe. Yeah. You got to trust that that guy's out there. <laughs> I say this like I go in the pit often, <laughs> yeah, which boy do I not. <laughs> Kevin, you're the, uh, the next week you're going to be the pit expert. The pit master. Coming. Pit master. <laughs> so, Gavin, that was some, uh, some a little bit of Fortnite news, some Batman news, crossovers there. Uh, we have, uh, we played uh, Control over the weekend. Did we talk about this last week? You mentioned it. I just had no idea, and it's not real until I Google it. So, um, <laughs> since I pulled this up. This is from PC Gamer. Uh, they write about Epic's... Uh, I think that's grandma's policy as well. <laughs> well let's see. What does uh, Fox News say about this? What is a camel toe? <laughs> Did I tell you about that? No. <laughs> we had family dinner. Family dinner. And mm-hmm. for some reason, uh, like pant trends were coming up and somebody brought up camel toe mm. and i don't know why when i like and all my aunts knew which i'm not terribly surprised about yeah but they felt the need to explain it to my grandmother <laughs> in vivid detail and they're like gavin do you know what a camel toe is i'm like yeah don't you might as well explain to her what a moose knuckle is and the whole room goes oh i know what that is and your grandma's thinking it's a Fortnite dance over here <laughs> right. That's awesome. I'm still. I mean, the good thing is she's old now, so she's probably already forgotten. Yeah, or she's like, yeah. I've been through World War II. I can handle some camel toes right, in my. But face. she's gonna remember that I said moose knuckle. That's the. Hunter, <laughs> <it's gonna be. laughs> yeah. Okay, Gavin. Well, we talked about Epic uh, having. They paid a, a, a crazy amount of money Whole to get control. So um, this is from PC Gamer. Epic paid 10.45 million dollars for. Controls exclusivity. It's very precise. Do we need the point forty-five million on there? I might have Googled something else, and that's ten dollars and forty-five cents. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll with it. They paid ten dollars <laughs> forty-five cents. That's great. You can round it to ten point five to make it sexier. I think. Here we go. So Jody McGregor of PC Gamer writes: The PC version of Remedy's Control is exclusive to the Epic Games Store, and thanks to a financial report from Digital Bros, the parent company of Controls publisher 505 Games. Is this, is this time exclusive or is this? Ex- Exclusive assets. I'm sure they break it down. I haven't read it. I would say it's timed, right? That makes more sense. Um, we know how much Epic paid for that exclusivity. Uh, it's uh, 9.49 uh, euros, looks like, million euros, which translates to just over uh, $10.45 million in the US. Thanks. 505 Games takes 45% of that amount, leaving 55% for Remedy, which works out to around 5.5 million US. How the fuck is that fair? Uh, they split. I mean, there's a publisher and the developer, right? So they got to split God the cost. Publishers, like this, isn't even. Why do we even need uh, these publishers? I, I don't. I would like to more of a breakdown so my dumb self can understand it. Also, right, use that right. term. But and like, this is, that's also my opinion as a unsuccessful indie developer, right there. It's like, it's why like, do we need these why guys? Do we need these yeah. publishers. Oh, I mean, the argument is they get your game out to all these different outlets. Right. They spend the money to market. Maybe the marketing is is tied to that. Although I didn't see Control really marketed that much. Besides my own just like nerd interest in the game. But um, so, yeah, so they, they had that revenue split. GameDaily.biz reached out to Epic for a quote on this. And we're told, uh, quote, we don't comment on the terms of our deals. Although Epic's representative did add, everyone should play Control. It's really good. <laughs> we won't argue with that. James Daven- <laughs> Davenport gave it 88% in his review and called it a gorgeous font of wonders and poop monsters and wild physics unlike anything I've played in recent memory. Boy, did we not get to all that. <laughs> I mean, we got to the gorgeous. That game is fucking... Yeah, I can't wait for the poop monsters. 
Um, monsters. But they do end with uh, this kind of payout is typically given as an advance on royalties, which means that Remedy in 505 Games won't see any further payments for Control until after it earns back that advance, as was explained by Ublitz developer in a blog post about their exclusivity deal. It's a minimum guarantee on sales, presumably based on what the game is predicted to earn across multiple stores. 505 Games also signed an exclusivity deal with Epic for another game they're publishing, Typhoon Studios Journey to the Savage Planet, which is due out in 2020. Now, you're right. Uh, you mentioned... That's uh, a bit riskier than uh, Control right there. That game looks just okay. Well, I imagine they've uh, tailored the amount for that exclusivity deal, right? They're not paying $10 million for so. that. Here's right. five golf. I'm kidding. That's shitting on that game way too hard. <laughs> it's just not. It's, well, Gavin, I brought a sandwich of the, the, the drink of the sandwich planet they're, in they're, here. Their families are here <laughs> yeah. and they are in tears. And they're asking, why don't you buy my dad's game? <laughs> um, so He works for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, they don't mention the timed aspect of it, if there is a timed aspect of, aspect of it. I feel like $10 million is quite a bit for if it's just for like six months or something. I, I but, feel like if they're not making that money back until it passes, I, I think that's pretty – that's more than fair. Like gotcha. Ideally, they should make more than $10 million yeah. for the amount of time and effort they put into that game, the amount of talent in it. Right. Um, and that's just the PC side of it too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Just the PC side. It is uh, – it's nice though that at least they're doing it that way where we pay you in advance and then you don't get any more until you pass this mark right which was the opposite of what nintendo used to do for indies i hope they are not still doing this where it mm. used to be you don't get any money until you pass this sales mark oh, okay and it's not like you're not paying to get on the console paying for all these dev kits right paying for all these expenditures so you're going in the i don't know whether it's red or black is the bad one right but you're, <laughs> you're going in the negative here and uh and then you you with a possibility of making absolutely zero dollars so Yikes. it's nice to have uh this um, yeah something that, to depend on yeah i feel like and i don't I have no idea but with nintendo i feel like they've turned that around because they get a lot of indies indie support now so i would hope that they have something different right. than that plan uh, nowadays because yeah, that would turn all these indie devs off, you know, from I think, supporting I think the only, th the only uh, negative thing I'll say about this is if you're going to do these exclusives, uh, besides with just indies, which is nice because they did that for like meat boy forever or whatever, mm. um, do system sellers. This isn't one borderlands three. Mm. Absolutely. And they did Girl, that. Cool. Well, it's almost like building your own platform. Like if you're thinking of like if you're a console manufacturer, you're building a platform or a variety of titles that you can claim are exclusive. So you have these, these you know, once uh, once a holiday season kind of games like like uh, Borderlands Three, and then you have this weirder kind of uh, in the fringe control just to kind of I don't know like uh, pad out your 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 um, inventory, like to show like you have this wide spectrum of games. But uh, you're right. Now, that does bring us to Borderlands 3. So that is an Epic exclusive, and they uh, are apparently super successful with the sales of Borderlands 3. It's so fun. Yes. This it's is so much more fast-paced than the other Borderlands, okay. at least my character uh, that I play is. Gotcha. So Borderlands 3 is 2K's fastest-selling game ever. This is from Melissa Judge of IGN. Borderlands 3, Borderland 3's publisher, 2K, says the looter shooter sold over 5 million copies during its first five days on the market making it the fastest-selling game in the company's history. That works out at 50% more sales in Borderlands 2 during the launch window. Jesus. Yeah. A game which went on to sell over 22 million units. 
The high figures were achieved despite backlash from fans when it was announced the PC version of Borderlands 3 would be an Epic Games exclusive. A press release from, Duke, from 2K announcing the sales records uh, records draws attention to the store figures in particular, saying Borderlands 3 delivered the highest pre-order sales figures to date for 2K title, as well as broke pre-order records with the Epic Games store. Initial sales of Borderlands 3 have exceeded the label's expectations, and in particular, PC sales of the title through the Epic Games store have been incredibly strong. Um, so they're selling like gangbusters. Uh, so here's another little uh, little tidbit. So over 70% of Borderlands 3's sales were digital, Good. and the game has consistently pulled views over on Twitch. 2K says it's generating more than 14 million hours of content on the streaming platform, which is more than half the viewership than Borderlands 2 generated over seven years. I think the only thing that kills me, so there is a lot of Borderlands 2 content on Twitch. Uh, the thing that fucking kills me, though, is it's it's just like farming, like trying to farm a weapon, mm. um, which is cool, especially for like a streamer who's really just wants to sit back yeah. and talk with their chat, um, which which I do really like. But sometimes I want something kind of yeah cool going on with it. Give me a little something, something new. But it is right. kind of neat that I, I I didn't have too much spoiled for me. But I saw some stuff, and rather than going like, oh, no, it's spoiled, I'm just like, oh, fuck, I want to get to that part. Gotcha. Like, this is awesome. And the, the boss battles are really good. That's neat. That's cool. How do you feel about the 70% of Borderlands 3 sales being digital? Yeah, just make it all digital at this point. I mean, that's how I feel, but, you know, there's, it's a long, you know, labor debate about this demand and and where the industry is with, with digital only or offering that. Now, this is only on, on right. PC, which I think PC is a different platform because, I mean, the majority of people are downloading said over PC. no 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 that can't just be pc i think it's 70 percent total see i because on pc it's going to be almost 100 percent. it's going to be 99.99 people might still buy a can, box with their tax you know 2019 copy you can buy it on a like google this right now can mm-hmm. you buy a borderland pc disc gotcha fill some time while i uh see i would say because it was in that same article about the pc sales i am figuring out that it's 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 pc, PC sales. though is that what i did no can you, you buy, buy borderlands <laughs> three disc yes plainly yes let's see uh have a pc box copy it's rare for pc games to get an actual physical release the last one got gta 5 and you be do be do um uh, digital only yeah that's, that's so, a person so that's this total. is y- yukio sonoda um uh, notorious for uh truth telling <laughs> i see Old, you know. Yeah, you might be right. You might be totally right, but um, I just I wonder, do they limit some of their, some of their you know, um, customer base by just having it on PC on, no. on only digital? But I'm also removed from that the whole the whole ecosystem within PC. Right. The PC the PC crowd is pretty much digital only. Well, they you, probably give you a floppy disk. That's probably what they do. Yeah, no, that's definitely it. it's a <laughs> it's a reel to reel. Gotcha, gotcha. It's the tape you put in. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It's punch cards. <laughs> Takes a long time. Yeah, yep. But you get it there. Okay. You almost see one of those cash counter devices you see in like uh, movies with like drug lords, like uh, where they like count cash quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like a bank, yeah. <laughs> where they're just processing data like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's good for Borderlands, man. They're doing awesome. That's cool. Uh, Do you I, know much about this? Well, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, I, I also like the the twi- Twitch extension. So before, oh, I've tried I, that. I yeah, it's it's neat, and you can you can pop in and just look at. So you don't have to keep asking the streamers like, hey, can I look at your loadout? Hey, can I look at you your loadout? You can see a separate thing. Yeah, you just pull it up yourself. Look at their gotcha. guns. Look at their stats. Look at their skill tree, and you're good. You don't need to ask them the same fucking question a hundred times. Cool. 
Are there other games doing that kind of cross, you know, implementation? Uh, Destiny started with it. Oh, okay. Which is a great game to have that for. Right. And it, uh, at least on my rig. Now, maybe this isn't everyone's, but at least on my computer, uh, it's it broke very early mm. and never got fixed. So it just wasn't supported. Gotcha. So, but this game, it, you know, it has to be able to support over a billion guns. Sure. So they had to make it work for whatever. Now, I don't think when I'm looking at someone's like weapons, I don't believe it shows me a proper thumbnail. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a trade off, but does it take time to load or it just never shows you that? I think in order to do that in the game, what it probably does is for every gun you have, it probably um, renders it, captures an image of that render and saves it locally to your hard drive. Okay. Um, and it'll just pull that up when you see it. Um, and I, I don't, you can't just do that with a Twitch extension. Gotcha. So to have access to your hard drive to do that. Right. Right. That's, that's too much, but gotcha. it's so cool. I, I nice. wish it I didn't, forgot that was a feature. Yeah. I wish it didn't bother is because like if you don't have, aren't logged into some special borderlands account. Yeah. Uh, it's like, Hey, don't forget to buy the game. Gotcha. Like, I, I, bought, I don't want your stupid <laughs> custom Borderlands account. I don't want it. Yeah. What's the benefit of that? Uh, there's Is that what you need? Streamers to... can give away guns. Oh, uh, I remember that being a thing too. Yeah, the initial announcement. Okay. Got some neato stuff in there. Gotcha. Well, Gavin, to transition, how do you feel about Apple Arcade? Uh, apparently, it's got a banger of a launch title with that weird submarine thing. So, yeah, people are digging it. So, uh, I pulled up this. Uh, this is also from IGN. This is Colin Steven writes, people are loving Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade, the mobile gaming subscription service for iPhone, Apple TV, iPad, launched yesterday in reaction so far. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive. The server co- service costs $5 a month, though it currently has a free one-month trial period and includes 53 games at launch, all of which are ad and microtransaction free. While many are were skeptical of Apple launching a gaming subscription service, it appears its appealing price and strong lineup of games has cast most fears away. So I have this. Uh, That's what it takes a strong lineup of right. games. And that, that trailer I saw for, there's for a bunch. Apple Arcade, there's, there's like 100 and something. Didn't they have like Ori and the Blind Forest? They have that one really cool. Uh, there's that Zelda ripoff. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I just look you visually see it like, oh, that's Zelda. There. It looks very similar. Oh, you're talking about the Zelda ripoff Zelda. Yeah. Ripoff. I was talking about the, I was thinking of the one where like you, you run really fast and you have a bow and then you can. Like, oh glide. no, that one looks cool too. But yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. like a bet like, oh, I want to play right. that, but not on Apple Arcade. Um, so I pulled up in that same article. They just, uh, that weird rhythm game. Uh, the Sayonara, Sayonara Wild Hearts, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Is that an Apple Arcade exclusive or it's just premiering there first? It's but on Switch. I see. Okay. So, so the same iGen article, they kind of just uh, showcase different people within the industry, well-known people that are having a good time with Apple Arcade. So, um, and they just kind of showcase different games. But there's one that was an interesting uh, breakdown. So this is from Scott Hanselman on Twitter. I don't see how Apple Arcade will make enough money to pay for these wonderful game developers, but I can tell you this. The games are gorgeous, adorable, art, fun, light, deep. I'll have my kids play these, and it's over for Clash of Clans and IAP in my house. Um, they haven't outlined the the price point or, like, well, how they pay the actual developers, right? Because they have an exclusive deal. Maybe it's timed or whatnot. But you pay 5 bucks or whatever it was per month. How, do, how are they then on the on their end paying these devs to make it worth it because now they don't get a part of that you're not you're not buying their game anymore they're not they're, not they're getting losing out the gate i can gotcha is it just for exposure is that the trade-off or what do they gain gotcha to be part of that you know kind of 
small window of games to be the sh- you know be showcased on there. Yeah. Because on the on the actual iTunes store, it's it's no holds barred. Everyone's on there. So yeah, you get your the whatever revenue cut from, from from somebody buying your game, but you're in a sea of games where it's hard to find them. Maybe. Right. And do you just get like a basic amount? Do you get an amount based on how much your game is played? Oh, they got right. a new. What are you uh, referencing that here? That game, uh, Shanty or whatever it is. So I don't know. So this is uh, Charmanda at Amanda Furrow. I love how Apple Arcade is bringing my friends together to talk about awesome mobile games. Yes, from a biz perspective, Apple Arcade is fascinating as and as long as they take care of the devs, it has the potential to shape discoverability on mobile but also the games and there's an image of this kind of island looking anime game it's uh that game's been around for the oh, series it? has been around forever okay since like game it's, Boy, i guess like a platformer then, right i want to say gotcha yeah i think it's called shanty or something um it's hmm. about a genie which i don't know how the fuck she's a genie yeah um i don't think anything she does has to do with being a genie um, aside okay. from like her Arabian Nights inspired outfit, yeah. Um, but they're supposed to be really good because really genies have games. really laid out terms of what they can mean. Exactly, be. exactly. <laughs> you can be blue, you can be, be Will Smith, you can be whatever you want. Got to be in that lamp. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the only takeaway I think. It's like, oh, you're in a lamp. Cool, you're a genie. Got to be blue. So, uh, Gavin, have a creepy face. <laughs> Along with the whole mobile app streaming service with these games. Google has thrown their hat into the ring. So Google Play Pass bundles 350 Android games and apps for $5 a month. So have you heard about this, Kevin? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> what do you think about this? So this is uh, of The Verge. I'm not going to go into the entire depths depth of the article. But uh, TheVerge.com, Dieter Bond writes, No ads, no in-app purchases, $199 introductory, introductory price. Today, Google is launching a new service called Google Play Pass, which for $4.99 per month gives Android users access to over 350 games and apps, which will be served ad-free and without any in-app purchases. Google will give users 10 days free and also, and is also planning on offering the first year at $1.99 per month. It will be available in the U.S. this week and other countries soon. Speaking of ads, not brought to you by Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but well, could be. But could be, but most likely will not be. <laughs> Google's take on the app subscription model is a little different from Apple, which just last week wa- launched uh, Apple Arcade. It's 4.99 game subscription service. Firstly, Google Play Pass includes apps as well as games. Secondly, Google isn't directly funding development, uh, their development nor demanding exclusivity. So it's just showcasing these these games and apps apparently. Whatever happened to Amazon's version of this? They had hmm. like their own version where you get a ton of free games. Yeah. That are paid, but you're getting them for free now. Gotcha. I don't know. You think they would? Uh, they would kind of at least make people uh, know or like bring this back up to the forefront because now these these high profile companies are doing their own thing that's very similar. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they abandoned that, you know, uh, recently. They did. So that's like I see the fate for this. Is right. there a reason no one has been the Netflix for games? Gotcha. Probably. Yeah. It's possible. I, although with Google Play, they're bundling these apps, you know, with it, so you can potentially buy an app and it's free of all mac- microtransactions. So. Um, they did talk to the, the this person from The Verge. They write about, uh, in a demo, Google showed me a game that normally would have in-app purchases for an expansion pack, but as part of the Play Pass, it was simply free. The Google, Google Play Store will soon begin showing a small multicolored ticket next to apps that are included in the Play Pass bundle, showing subscribers that it's free and enticing non-subscribers to sign up. So maybe that's more enticing or it can give it legs in the future that you can, you're free from having all these, you know, 
microtransaction heavy games in the future. Maybe. But um, does does that de- developer get enough? Because that's where they make their money off these microtransactions. So I, sure. I think that's uh, one of my biggest concerns about this is that how are they going to monetize it? How are they going to distribute that money? Right. Because uh, if there's one thing uh, that Google has definitely proved, or certainly YouTube, is they cannot be trusted mm. uh, with, with that. Uh, the way they've wrecked the monetization in there. Uh, it's it's basically pointless on YouTube now to try and make your money off of ads. Sure, they keep like raising the bar with the amount of li- or views or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and they just switched that all around and made it near impossible even right. for already established uh, YouTubers to properly make money off of this stuff. Right. Um, so it's 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 really strange. Um, yeah, that's true. How how are they going to actually divvy out these right. you know the funds and uh, yeah, they can use that same model with YouTube with how they control that. Right. And is it going to be, for example, I would think if I were Google, um, or this is how I think Google's going to do it, they're going to mm-hmm. do it based on playtime. Well, that's going to kill teeny little games like the Goose Game. Gotcha. Or other stuff like that. So I don't know. I spent a half hour just fucking around. So. <laughs> well, you, you, again, you have only an hour left. So okay. <laughs> it's, it's going to maybe more entice these people who have like these clickers or yeah. something like that. It'd be really weird when you have a clicker game. Uh, making 10 times the money mm. of like some really cool artsy fartsy. Right. But uh, smaller experience. Yeah, I- exactly. Gotcha. Um, so, we'll uh, see. I mean, it's early on. This apparently launches uh, uh, very soon. So we'll see how this takes shape. But And, and I guess that's the other thing too. What's that going to do for, well, I don't know. I guess free games weren't going to make that much money. in the first game. Yeah, that's true. Like the free to play. So, Gavin, we also have uh, just a little tidbit about the Nintendo Switch Lite. It launched, uh, what, last week, I think, officially. Um, it's uh, 30 bucks off online, this place called Rakuten, which uh, I've seen deals up with them uh, for quite a while. So it's uh, $169 instead of the 199 which is already super cheap. So 170 bucks is uh, a better deal for sure. But, um, yeah, this thing launched. Any thoughts gotta on it? has got to be no markup whatsoever on that. Mm. That has yeah, that's pretty cheap to like. Yeah, that's like gotta be bare bones. How much is it at that point that they're manufacturing it for? But yeah. I, I'm honestly surprised uh, that that isn't breaking. Um, what a lot of these uh, products do is they have a minimum price, and you're sure. not allowed to go below that price yep. to be fair to everyone else. So I am surprised that's not breaking that. Um, I, especially when you hear uh, Nintendo apparently had to fight tooth and nail to get the cost of this thing to where they could sell it for 200 mm. So okay. how these people are doing it for that little amount right there is, is madness. Well, do you think that cost of sale is like a percentage? It's always you know, structured to where no matter what, like it can only be so low depending on the amount of, like the, the amount of money it costs to manufacture the item. So whatever they're, they're not going to break it, right? So what would that then bare minimum amount be if it's not 170 would it be like 150 bucks, 100 bucks? Like what's their bare minimum that they could, if you break down all the components and like how much that costs per unit? Yeah, I mean, there, there's for sure a percentage. You also got to figure a lot of developers lose money on the console sales. Mm. Nintendo doesn't like to do that, Okay, but they might be. Uh, Maybe to it, get this, but it's already selling awesome. So why would they have to for this? Right. And it's also weird. I've, I've seen some reviews for it and it, it's certainly one of the biggest things is we're not really sure why you would buy this thing. Mm. It's not that much more portable. The battery life isn't that much better, especially right. if I have a new switch. Right. Uh, you can't literally switch. Um, yeah. You can't dock. There's no dock mode. 
And also people are having a hard time transferring over games that they already own. So it's not like you can have this as your second Switch just in the house. It's uh, Apparently it's doable, but super complicated moving stuff around unless you have the actual cartridges. For right. digital you know, purchases, it's super hard to just move it around willy-nilly to whatever Switch you have. Yeah, and I'm sure like my Zelda save file isn't on the cart. It's probably on the hard drive. Mm. So, And I'm not going to be able to do cloud, so I'm going from... Uh, a mobile switch and at that point again you might as well just use the switch functionality of the right. switch so it's an interesting concept uh we'll see how it plays out i think uh, getting into holiday season this is them just trying to get more life out of the not i mean maybe not more life but just just get in on that holiday season and then you know get just parents who want to buy their kid a switch and maybe they've been waiting on the fence this is their last really excuse yeah. it's way cheaper now and it's mobile and only mobile and it's it's exactly for kids i mean um yeah, maybe how, that's how their, much is the switch? It's three hundred. Uh, that's a that's the regular MSRP price, three hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, I guess at that point, like let's let's say, uh, you know, kid kids' parents for that Christmas don't have a lot of money, uh, so they can buy them the Switch Lite. Yep. And they can buy them a game with it, yep. and like that's it. But like, hey, still, that's you got a Switch now. You can play with your buddies. Yeah. You can do the Fortnite dances. Right. Um, even though that's free, because it's making this console which is already hugely successful and accessible it's making it even more so now right. like a really so everybody and your mom can finally have one yeah but um yeah i don't know how yeah i don't know how successful it's going to be we'll but see it's there and it's an option right i think it's cheap enough it's going to sell during the holiday season for sure and apparently it's pretty comfy yeah with the placement of stuff and now yeah. so the oh, there's a dedicated good. d-pad the too now right? better yeah the d-pad's better so yeah yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, Gavin, this, resistance. this kind of snuck in, uh, and I'm a huge Terminator fan, as or as my uh, nephew says, Terminator. Uh, he has a speech <laughs> impediment. He can never get those right. But uh, Terminator Resistance looks about as dubious as you'd expect. This is from... Is this a movie? No, this is a game. This is from Destructo.com. Jordan DeVore writes about it. So uh, Terminator Resistance, and I'll show you the footage, presents its own post-apocalyptic story that expands upon the future war glimpsed at the iconic, iconic films of James Cameron. It's a first-person shooter with crafting, character leveling, and side quests. It's also developed by Taeyeon, the studio behind the Rambo, the video game. Oh, Do you remember that? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Jesus. I saw a screenshot. It didn't look as bad, but but they have to render robots versus a human. But, oh, yeah. So <laughs> and now he writes, I appreciate the, that Resistance isn't following the same beats as Dark Fate, which is the movie coming up, but the writing's on the wall. If you've somehow played every single Terminator game to date, and you're not about to stop now, look for it on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It's out November 15th. So let's check out this this actual uh, footage here. Have you seen here. the Rambo game, though? I do remember that. It looked really bad. You know what? Just to put in perspective, let's look at that Rambo. Just to get our palette ready, let's look at Rambo, the video game. I, I, watched a, I certainly watched a, a Let's Play of it yeah. and remember just thinking, this can't be real. Yeah, I remember his age. his model, his facial model, just looking really bad. Oh, that's not um, even the worst of it. Though. <laughs> oh, God. yeah. And we're looking at footage, even, and <laughs> like I don't even think this. Does anyone blink? I don't know what the hell's going on. Right, and I don't even think this was the generation that it looks like. Like this looks like a damn good PS2 game, <laughs> but this is just an ugly ass Xbox 360 game. I yeah. believe. <laughs> yeah, they just. They did not pay enough, uh, well enough. The guy's actually animating the faces and stuff. Oh, and it's timing based, like a. Uh... I thought it was a first-person shooter. Wow! Like if you skip forward, I'm pretty sure it's just a garbage first-person. Or is shooter. it like on rails kind of thing? It could be on rails. Whoa! So there's a lot of these. 
um, time-based uh, moments to it or you know time-based button presses but is that all that's in this section um apparently there yeah so it is oh, this it is where it's like rails. on rails yeah fucking why yeah i don't know it looks it's pretty bad but it's pretty famous for looking and playing the way it does but so this is so this developer is handling one of my favorite you know movie franchises is uh is that really terminator. Your, your favorite well i say that but it's really terminator 2 is my favorite action okay. movie after that it gets really wonky but terminator 2 is my, my favorite action movie i i still always really like the one that and a lot of people didn't like it but it was the one where it's all in the future and it yeah. has that fully cg schwarzenegger um but the, the God, I forget the name work, of that, but you're right. Yeah, it's like really Revelations good. or something. The the camera work in it is beyond fucking brilliant. Mm. Like some of the one shots, and you may not notice them unless you're paying attention. But yeah. they're super stupid long. No, you're right about really that one. Well done. It was on Netflix maybe a year ago, and I don't think it gets the the credit. Uh, you know that uh, people tend to forget about it. But um, yeah. yeah, God, I forget, forget the name of that. It wasn't Resistance as well. It was uh, um, Terminator something, but. Uh, I haven't seen any of the ones with the uh, Khaleesi. Huh? The, that one was bad. It was just one. It was bad? They were going to reboot the series. It was it was horrible, I thought. Mm-hmm. Didn't do well. And so now this is a reboot reboot where they're going back to two, and it's a sequel to two. So it's officially like Terminator 3 kind of thing. Random tangent. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch uh, that Schwarzenegger movie where it's like a bunch of drug dealers in his town and like him and Johnny Knoxville have to like fight off all oh, the drug dealers? Oh, right. No. I didn't God, watch that. It was dumb good. <laughs> okay. It was like I'm a boy for dumb good. What you were looking for with like uh, what was that movie? Knox and Shaw or whatever. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. It was like just that, but but with that Schwarzenegger charm. Okay. We're like, of course you're the retired, okay. you know, three hundred pounds of muscle right. <laughs> sheriff that just Austrian wants sheriff. Right? This <laughs> you can't hide that accent. Uh, and it was it was delightful and nice. like you know what Knoxville. Knoxville can just be Knoxville. He's, he's if you put him in the right spot, he's almost like he's a sidekick. Like if you can tailor the character sidekick. to him, yeah, yeah, he'd work out pretty well. Never gonna don't make him the leading guy ever ever. Has it's he ever it's done rough. That? Well, he was with um, the guy from the Goon. They were in that uh, reboot of Stars not Starsky and Hutch, but uh, oh god, uh, the Confederate flag on the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Is it? Mm, I think it's something else. It's I'm the pretty sure it's good old boys, the proud boys. I forget what they're called. But, oh wait, 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 no, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, them Duke boys. Yeah. So I was like, them Hutch boys. I can't quite figure this out. Now but, I can't uh, remember what Starsky and Hutch is. Uh, that was with Ben Stiller and somebody else, and um, and uh, somebody else. And but it was dog? a reboot. No, um, no, that's another movie. I think there's something in Hutch. But yeah, uh, too many. Of hooch. I'm hooch. Of, there you go. Yeah. Hooch. There you we get go. your hooch and your Hutch. Uh, <laughs> And by uh, Shaws and yeah, Jobs and Halls and Moose Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, and Moose. Tell <laughs> <laughs> okay, me right, so so what you think what? of this uh, Terminator Resistance footage. Oh, so this is announcement trailer. Well, it's, oh boy. Here's the bummer. Terminator could be a really cool game. That might be a better game than movies. But well, it's pretty. I will give it this that. Looks, do you think it's in-game or in-engine? Uh, some of it. Looks doable. Looks cool. This might be on rails as well. It is Unreal. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, it showed that. Wait, not Unreal. I meant on rails. Oh, on rails. Yeah, yes. that's, that was the vibe I was getting with how it's placed. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that could really be on rails. See, that's Why not interesting to me. Why do that again, though? I, I guess that... They have an allow... engine that does it now, apparently. I mean, you can make it prettier if it's on rails because you really control what's happening that's on true. The screen. It's very true. Why did they give them this license? I don't know. 
I do not know. And this is announced, what, two months before the movie's coming out? They're trying to tie this into the movie, you know, at least get the same kind of reception, but they really haven't promoted it at all, and it's pretty close to the actual movie coming out. Yeah. So maybe it they is, just... It is fucking pretty, though. It looks like Rage. Although you think about, like, Predator handling that license off, I don't think there's... I have a lot of faith in that Predator game that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So maybe these movies, these kind of obscure big movies are just, like, just licensing these games to the wrong you know devs like they used to back in the day for nes exactly (laughs) uh yeah well that looked like a little bit of movement that didn't look on rails so maybe Mm. there's aspects that look kind of pretty about this game you know kind of pretty um they they look adorable maybe is the right term um yeah so this is terminator well i hope it's good it won't be most likely, yeah. If we were the last thing they did is Rambo, and they, unless they totally just like can you, revamped, can you imagine that fucking comeback story? <laughs> yeah. Like that would just be the reviews, right? How is this the same team that made Rambo? <laughs> right. Just ten out of ten. <laughs> That'd be dope. I mean, Cinderella it's possible. story of our generation. Yeah. Team that made Rambo made a kick-ass Terminator game. They'll be like, "Hello, games? Who? Nope." <laughs> I did see an article on uh, on the Stork Dog that was kind of interesting about it. It was like, you shouldn't look at us as a role model. And mm. in my head, I'm like, well, fucking duh. <laughs> Just because it's, yeah, chances are it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. Like the, the kind of story people gave is like, you look at Anthem, which at this point they're kind of officially giving up. Uh, yeah, pretty you, much. You look at certain other games, these live service games that launch and they're shit and they're like, well, we didn't make our numbers. So I guess it's no longer a live service game. The shit right. that you have is what you have. Yeah. Um, but Hello Games. So they did turn it around. But people point out it's like there was a, there was a little bit too much lying for that to be okay. And blatant gotcha. like doubling down on lies. Like that's if if you know if you'd admitted it or you know not been like when, right. when it launched and they had said that you know everyone's playing in the same world and like oh it's server issues. And we're like no. Yeah. It's not. It's so remember initially you could maybe see like a floating dot that was the other that was character way later. Okay, because people quickly found each other or found out they were on the same planet. I know, like, immediately people could find out, oh, we're on the same planet, but we can't interact at all. Yeah, there's no character model for how you're here. Right. right? So it's, but yeah, when they, when they, it was so much later when you could finally see an orb. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah, so hopefully they have the same, uh, Come around story as as Hell uh, Games, but I I'd buy this sh- if it came out good. I don't care like, and I love Terminator, man. Oh, I'd be so on board. Now, Gavin, I have this uh, trailer gameplay trailer of John Wick Hex. Sweet. We have an initial uh, an actual um, announcement. Are you buy this? Oh yeah, for sure. So oh. this is um, okay. Now hold on. So this is uh, I don't know if this is only PC and Mac God, and this looks exclusive like through Epic, but uh, so this is a uh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Which is uh, getting a remake. Pretty, it looks like it visually. Um, so this is October eighth is the actual date, but we have the footage here going on. Did you play the last game this guy uh, came out? It was Volume that he came out with. Volume. Yeah, it was almost like this Metal Gear Solid kind of sneaking around game. It was really dope. It's a uh, Mike Bithel, I think his name is the the dev. Uh, I'd have to see what you're talking about. Gotcha. I'll pull it up. But we're looking at the trailer here. The main guy is voiced by. Uh, the dude from Last of Us too. It's like Trevor or something. They should have had the the fucking guy from uh, what was that Hot Ones we watched? The guy that can do all the impersonations. Oh yeah, that was the most dead on Keanu Reeves <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, Jay Farrell, yeah, yep. Like a lot of people just do the like just like oh yeah, but like right. he had the growl, yep, and the pacing. 
So they kind of show off some of the mechanics. You're planning your routes and your strategic looks. So you can slow down time and kind of plan how you're doing stuff. Yeah. There's a lot going on, though. It seems... It's a lot to... I really hope right. when you when you finish the mission, you can just watch a replay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Through. I hope so. It's really cool. What was that shit on the top of the screen? Interesting. Let me read. Is that like the... It? What's... The, the shot versus... So I'm going to freeze frame it. So you have shot, move, move, strike. It's almost like it's in time, right? So, you have so maybe like you're planning enemies. your moves. Well, it looks like your moves uh, countered with the enemy moves. So maybe the top oh. bar is yours. So you can see how you get the strike, strike, there's a pause, and you're trying to get one more strike in. Yeah. So maybe despite the fact that it's turn-based, uh, it's working in some real-time gotcha aspects to it that'd be pretty can we can we replay that uh, mm -hmm. again and just yeah. can i pay attention then? the entire thing yeah yeah well i didn't know people had played it apparently at various c3s looks like so yeah there's like you can see the time kind of yeah. rolling through but i don't know if that's after you play it back or what's going on i imagine that's because you see the end of it so that's probably as it's playing out so you uh, predict your movements predict probably what the enemy's going to do um which would make sense so you can see like that'd be nerve-wracking saying like i'm going to charge this guy and as you start charging you can see that big long stretch of nothing on your mm -hmm. bar and you see shoot 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 you're like well i'm fucked <laughs> it'd be kind of neat to see just like how close you're getting and i imagine yeah. once you get a good mastery on that bar um, you probably really understand your limits and what gotcha. you can do. Uh, especially if you can look up and like, let's say you're dragging like how far you're going to move. So you can see, okay, uh, that's going to take that many seconds. He's definitely going to shoot. Oh, that interesting. Okay. So almost like a man or like a health or like a, some kind of bar that you're managing, but that equates yeah. to your movements and your decisions that you have to control. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So we got, uh, we'll get that soon. October 8th there with John Wick Hex. And uh, Gavin, I'm at the end of my list of stuff for you. I think the, the, think the only thing with, that I added was the, uh, the lead, uh, uh, right. Link to the Past has... So it has this uh, Chamber Dungeons uh, with Dampy, who is the series favorite. Mm. And uh, what you can do is you can take pieces of dungeons uh, that you've played, rooms, and try and stitch them together into your own custom dungeon. And apparently Miyamoto talked to... Uh, what was it? Not Iwata, but uh, whatever the Ianuma um, mm. series uh, runner is, and said, "Hey, try and work in some sort of." He just asked him, said, "Hey, make, put in some sort of Mario Maker kind of Zelda thing gotcha. uh, for this." And like, they really definitely shoehorned it on there. And I think this was to test the water. Um, so this was sort of their attempt at that. But it's like that was a bad, uh, in my opinion, probably bad attempt. Mm. It was so like this is as bare bones as it can get the fact that you can have like it's such a hodgepodge with your rooms like you can yeah. have a green room here and a purple room here you can't even style them all the same like it'd be nice if you could do a bit of that because they're um, they're literally taken from those those rooms you actually played yeah so it's just that same room you know square by square exactly gotcha. you can't do anything custom with your rooms whatsoever and if they just gave that to people people would be really really happy now mm. i think we'd be more happy if we could mix that with the overworld so let's say we replay through the game um but maybe people are allowed to customize like you can have custom areas of the overworld so you can remix the overworld yeah. and then remix the dungeons 
uh, or change up the levels in the dungeon. So really, every time you play it, it could be fresh. Right. Um, Almost making more of a natural experience, like you're experiencing a level versus literally these are the hodgepodge versions of the actual things right, you play. Right, and that would just make this game unlimitedly uh, replayable. But that was test- they're testing their water, and I, I really hope that they do a little bit more next time. I hope this doesn't kill it, because this could. Like mm. People are kind of cold on this. People are really only doing it to get the extra heart, uh, the seashell, see. and something else is tied to it. And that's all we want. There's a bottle. Uh, so there are oh, three okay. things that people are doing it just so they can get a hot dog. There's a bottle. Right, right. Well, it's a, it's a, this is a new feature. So it's gotcha. your, <laughs> you get your fairy bottle so you can put a fairy in it yeah. and I'll take you back to full health. Okay. So, but it's, it's something. And I read the comment section after this, uh, from places and it's like, yeah, everyone's saying the same thing. It's like, it, just give us a little bit more. Like we're, we're mm. so, we're so thirsty. Is it possible they could update it with some extra content? Do you think? I I don't think the framework's there. Mm. So, it yeah. It, now this is a, them testing the waters for a Zelda uh, maker kind of thing, right? Like a Mario Maker equivalent. Kind of. Is think. that what they? Okay, that seems yeah, like that's like what potentially they're trying to. Potentially for a 2D, and I think you'd really have to limit it to 2D. Yeah, that's uh, a way to make it just and use that same model of Mario Maker, make it 2D, make it that same, you know, that top down. Like you know, um, SNES, NES, Zelda kind of style. You could use the same uh, visual, you know, ability. But yeah. Um, yeah, that could be cool though. If you but you give people way more options where yeah, they can tailor the outer world. They can really customize and not just have to experience these dungeons and then just shoot them in. You know, they actually get to customize from the ground up. Yeah, and that that could be so amazing, uh, especially if they do. I think with this engine, because this engine is so fucking gorgeous. Mm. And if they're going to remake uh, the other Game Boy Zelda games, which they totally should, they have so many mechanics. Gotcha. That they take all those mechanics, put them all together, yeah. and 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 do that with, with those. You could really have so much content. Maybe bring in some stuff. I don't think it has to be like Mario where you have um, you do different styles. I think sure. just bring in the elements from all these games. Bring in stuff from Link to the Past. Uh, Link Between Worlds. Maybe not the smushing up against a wall, because that'd be stupid. Oh, right. There was that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you could totally, uh, totally. And this would have been the one to do it, because there's no multiple floors. Gotcha. It's all one floor. I see. And something people were even complaining about. And I haven't done it myself, uh, but apparently, like, when you put down a room with a a staircase, and then you put down another one with a staircase, it automatically links those two rooms. Okay. Like, why not just let us link which staircase we want to? Like, get it all laid out. The fact oh. that we have to lay these tiles with a specific timing, it's dumb. Gotcha. So, mm. they, they could have done so much more. Uh, and hopefully they take that feedback. But I don't think they're going to look at comment sections. Yeah. What are, What's the actual gauge they're going to use to decide to go full force or to kill it? You know, I'm not sure. Is it just cells? Is that what they're looking at? Or I some kind know. of comment form or, or um, you know chat room or whatever um i sound like i'm 80 years old right but uh or is it just miyamoto going okay i liked it you know like him giving the pass on it or something well i mean you look at the uh the amount of stupid amounts of money that mario maker makes and those communities around for a long time yeah and they thirsty right and somehow they, even after the last one they're yeah right they're and when and mario maker 2 came out like they they got everything they wanted basically like right. they were they yep. were crazy happy so but like the whole time i was seeing those games like all i want is a zelda maker that's all yeah <laughs> i would make so much stupid stuff in this and if i was a little kid 
seeing Zelda Maker. It would blow if I had Zelda Maker when I was a kid. It'd blow my goddamn mind. Yeah. So, what if the only way to do it is uh, to use that same uh, Mario Maker engine where it's like 2D side scrolling? So that the only way to do a Zelda one is you have to use those like those at the Panasonic games or like those uh, 2D Zelda games. But that's the only way they're going to let it happen. The, uh, uh, they're like on a CD based. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> I can't wait to bomb some dongos. <laughs> well, excuse. What if you can also me. make you can animate those cutscenes yourself too, princess? <laughs> I think it'd be amazing if you could do cutscenes as well. Yeah. Uh, there'd be so much porn. <laughs> uh, just gobs of it. It's, yeah, we would just create a new lane of pornos. But, but uh, <laughs> and maybe that's why they don't allow for cutscenes in Mario Maker because people would find a way. Sure. I mean, People find a way to do that with uh, the uh, Smash Brothers, uh, like just pausing really? and taking a picture, right? Because they'll just put people in compromising photos and make. I mean, it I don't faces. get it, but it's like you can't stop it. So just keep doing whatever you want to do because they're gonna find a way and just disregard it. Porn will find a way. Porn, yeah. <laughs> Porn always well, finds a way. <laughs> like a sprouting, you know, rose in concrete. Is. Yeah, it finds a way. Uh, Gavin, that's all I have for you this week. Well, let's end it there. Where can they find you online, Gavin? You can find me at Drunk Devs on Twitter. Awesome. And you can find me on the uh, Plastic Hearts Twitter page, Plastic Heart Pod on Twitter. Alrighty, that is it for us this week. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>